0: Yo, welcome to the Uninvited Podcast. This is your host, Jerry. We are on episode six, and I'm on fire today. I think of all days I need some walk-up music. I need some Conor McGregor, some Ronda Rousey. I need some Mike Moustakis. Um For those of you who aren't uh, from the Midwest, the Moose. I thought Moose had some great walk-up music when he was here with Kansas City. He's still with the Brewers now, right? Uh, I'm, I'm still, I don't know if I don't know. So here's the thing. Uh, I, I cheer for all the teams that have my former, uh, favorite players on. So I'm cheering for the Padres. I'm cheering for the Brewers. Um, I did, st- I, I draw the line though. Anytime a Royal goes to play for St. Louis, I can't do it. Sorry, Jay. Shout out to Jason Annis Hansling. Um, you're my brother from another mother, man. But I will never, ever, ever root for the St. Louis Cardinals. Um, this has been a terrible day for America. To be honest, it's been a terrible last couple days for America. But today, absolutely horrible. hor ra um, Jeffrey Epstein can't escape the news and he's been gone for what almost a year where he um, allegedly apparently committed suicide I have to say allegedly um, because it was never proven that he had committed suicide I don't want my conservative friends to at me okay on whether or not he can com- complete I'm sorry completed suicide um, not committed, completed. My apologies. Um, but there isn't a ton of evidence that he actually attempted suicide. Um, but it's a terrible day for America because at the center of the scandal Is the 45th president of the United States. Uh, Last night. Daniel Andrell. Was killed. In uh, North, North Brunswick. New Jersey. By a suspect allegedly dressed in a FedEx uniform. Daniel's father. Was critically wounded. Um. Daniel and uh the father um are related to Judge Esther Solace. Um Judge solace is overseeing the uh Jeffrey Epstein case, the Jeffrey Epstein slash um Deutsche Bank case. <sighs> This is bad. And I'm not going to go into the whole thing about how the president is connected to this. Except to say um, the president was close personal friends with Jeffrey Epstein. um, And both of them dealt with Deutsche Bank. The president, as you're aware, um, has been fighting having any of his banking records turned over to any investigations. The Supreme Court ruled that uh, the president's organization would need to turn over financial records to the um, Manhattan District Attorney's office. (sighs) Um, This is bad for many reasons, obviously. This is a hit on Judge Salas' family this case um, has the potential of illuminating Jeffrey Epstein's financial dealings um, as well as Mr. Epstein's associates, including the President of the United States. I think it's also rather odd. well, I'm not. First of all, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go go to that. That that Bill Barr um, also visited Ms. Maxwell, who was Jeffrey Epstein. For for those of you who don't remember Jeffrey Epstein, close personal friend of the president, close personal friend of well, let me back up. I don't know if I can say close personal, but friend of the forty um, third. I'm sorry, forty second president of the United States, Bill Clinton. Um, Ms. Maxwell allegedly, um, assisted Jeffrey Epstein in the trafficking of underage girls for the purposes of sex with older men. Um, Jeffrey Epstein was convicted on, on, um, these crimes and, um, mysteriously was found dead in his jail jail cell last August in an apparent suicide. The circumstances of that case, uh, of his of, of his death, are murky at best, shady at worst. Bill Barr, um, upon the arrest of Ms. Maxwell, I can never pronounce her first name, which is why I'm just referring to her as Ms. Maxwell. Um, visited her almost immediately upon her arrest. There's no reason why the um, Attorney General would be visiting someone, anybody. Um, who was, um, being booked on a crime that wasn't, that didn't have anything to do with national security. Um, and then a week after that, um, this judge, judge's family, um, was the victim of an assassination and an assassination attempt. Look, um, to all of my conservative friends... I understand and I'm happy for you that you have been able to disarm like all of that rage that you had for President Barack Obama I mean for eight years you had to endure the tan suit you had to endure the Dijon mustard on um, a hamburger You had to endure um, the First Lady's Let's Move campaign. You had to endure um, the president um, capturing and uh, ultimately assassinating Osama bin Laden. I mean, it was a rough eight years for you. It was terrible. and so I'm glad that you, you you've been able to 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 let that rage go. I'm sure it feels a lot lighter for you these days. I mean, I mean you have to wear a mask, but so I I understand that that your rage is in short supply because you've had to 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 put that rage towards um, being respectful and trying not to spread a killer virus. But I'm gonna need you now to whatever reserves you have left of rage and put it towards this. We have a sitting president who is at the top of the list for people to gain by the death or removal of a judge from a case. Now, I, I get it. If this were law and order, you go to the spouse. I get it. You go to the spouse. But I think she's going to check out. Just saying. So once, so Lenny, Lenny would, would check out the spouse. He would check out Judge Salas. Um, he'd ask his questions. But then he would ask the question like, Do you know anyone who would want to bring harm to you or your family? Well, I, I am, you know, sitting on this high-profile case. Well, what's that? Oh, it's a case uh, against Deutsche Bank, um, and it involves Jeffrey Epstein. Oh, really? Well, who, who, who related to Jeffrey Epstein would, would want to bring harm to you? Ding, ding, ding. And I'm just going to get... I, look... I'm not saving it all for the president. I mean, Jeffrey Epstein did have a relationship with Bill Clinton. But I don't think it had to do with Deutsche Bank, which the president's team has been very litigious and and active in trying to block access to those records. This case certainly could bring that to light. The Supreme Court's already ruled to give the Manhattan DA's office access to those records. It makes sense doesn't it like in your gut that of all the people who would stand to gain that The president's at the top of the list I'm just saying if you don't have rage I don't see how your support Could be strong I think it could only be tepid at best, I think for a person of conscience, at minimum, you would have to be undecided at this point on the president, on whether or not you're going to support him. It would have to be. Um, Otherwise, your moral compass is off. And you'll want to get that looked at. Because at the same time that all of this is happening, and this is a breaking story, So more and more details are going to come out. At the very same time, the president has declared martial law. Oh, I'm sorry. He hasn't technically declared martial law, but he's only dispatched unidentified federal troops in unidentified vehicles and fatigues and taking people off, snatching people off the streets in Portland. Same troops are here in Kansas City, other cities across the country. If you support freedom, you have to be opposed to it, or you don't support freedom. This is not a cafeteria. It is either all or nothing. You accept all of him and all the wrongdoings, or you reject it all. There is no choice here. The only choice at this point is a renunciation until the facts come out. Um or you you're at least at least at least you have to be saying like I don't think I I can I'm not sure I can support this guy. Um but that's what's happening right now. I am I'm beyond annoyed. I am frustrated, I am angry that we have a sitting president who that that I'm upset that this is even a consideration. That's what I'm upset about. He probably doesn't have anything to do with this. But, because of all the other underhanded crap that this administration has done, it's got us going down that rabbit hole. And that is 100% on him. Period. Point blank. It's on him. And you all need to stop pretending. That we're crazy. And you have to own up to the fact that this presidency is an unmitigated disaster. It's a disaster. Period. I don't even want to talk about him anymore. But I can't stop talking about him because we talked about this in the last episode. Because not only for I I I didn't even get into the illegal act, the crime that the president committed last week in the oval office. But considering that we're talking about a potential hit on a federal judge, I think I'm just going to let the whole Goya Foods thing go. And for what it's worth, will you guys stop it with the I'm not going to I'm not going to buy Goya Foods anymore. <laughs> I don't want to live in a world where everything I eat has to align exactly with my political views. Okay? Um, can I confess to you? Um, this must have been back, I don't know, five, six years ago. I tried the Chick-fil-A um, boycott. And I think I made it a month. But those sliders? Man. Those breakfast sliders. I mean... I don't know what it is they do about chicken. And I don't know why these kids are so stinking nice. And they're efficient. They're efficient. I, I, I'm just going to say it. And y'all can get mad at me if you want. There's a difference between Chick-fil-A and Popeye's. Popeye's, better chicken sandwich. Better chicken sandwich. Um, but overall, Chick-fil-A, when it comes to chicken... They're a notch above. They're a notch above. Um, Shake Shack, however, their chicken sandwich, I think is better than both. But those sliders, that and I will say, I feel like I sold out, I sold out my beliefs for those breakfast sliders. And who else gives you that that simply was it? Is it simply that simply brand? Like the, the thing of orange juice you get? Like, there's nothing worse than getting the McDonald's. Um, orange juice, like out of a, you know, like the soda cup. That's not how you drink orange juice. You drink orange juice out of the bottle. And and they give you that perfect size bottle because you don't feel bad when you drink out of the bottle. They recognize like, Hey, the best way to drink orange juice is straight out of the bottle. Just ask my daughter. Um, (laughs) shout out to my daughter who just graduated. This is, uh, by the way, that's why I, I wasn't broadcasting. Um, Yesterday, because we were celebrating her uh, her graduation, so shout out to her. Shout out to the seniors of Ward High School. Um, Kanye. I, here I was thinking that Kanye had dropped out of the race. I was almost celebrating the fact that he had dropped out of the race, and yet he had a campaign stop this weekend, South Carolina. I mean, I got to give it to Kanye and and his team. They recognize that, you know, South Carolina could be a battleground state. Um, Little Lindsey, little Lindsey's got to fight. But we all know that Lindsey's not going to lose, right? Um, Who was that guy on, uh, was it Real Housewives? What was, no, um, it wasn't Real Housewives. What's the name of that show? My wife would know the name of the show Um, where they're in uh, they're in South Carolina. Um, It's on that show. It's on the it's on the network with all the shows. They're in South Carolina. And the guy who's like a real jerk. Um, He was married or dating the person that looked like Emma Stone. Um, That guy ran against Lindsey Graham. You know, you know who I'm talking about? Is what I'm saying even making sense right now? Probably not. This is. I am so annoying. By the way, when Heidi's trying to watch the shows, I just, I, 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 uh, I, I'm that person. I'll walk in the room and I'll ask a million questions, and then she has to do the, she has to pause it, and she'll be like, "Okay, just ask your stupid questions." <laughs> um. So shout out to the dude that ran against Lindsey Graham for the um for the uh GOP nomination, which would have been, I guess, six years ago. Um. And I can't remember the guy's name, who's running against him now. But I don't think that guy has a chance against Lindsey Graham. And for what it's worth, I don't necessarily think that Amy McGrath has a real chance against Mitch McConnell. I think Booker, the other Booker, uh, that would have been awesome to have two two dudes named Booker in the Senate. Um, but Amy McGrath doesn't just doesn't excite me at all probably because she's a Republican. Um, Susan Collins, though, should, Susan Collins should be deeply concerned about her, uh, her re-election chances. I'm sure if you were to ask her now about what happened in New Jersey, she would also be deeply troubled. But then immediately go and, and do the exact opposite uh, of what her stated feelings actually are. There's a real chance there. Kansas... Barbara Bouillet. come on, Barbara, you got this. You guys can fact check me. I think I think Senator Boulier, um, um was uh, was a Republican and switched over to a Democrat. Am I getting that right? Um, one of y'all can can fact check me on that. She's got a real chance, especially if Kobach uh, gets the Kansas nomination. Kansas is in play. Kansas could be in play. Uh, I do believe the twenty eighteen coalition um, that helped um, Representative Sharice Davids, Shout out to Sharice Davids, um, Shout out to Laura Kelly. I, so I, I live in Kansas City, Missouri, and so uh, I can look out of I can look out of my window and see Kansas and where they have a real governor. Um, but it's so interesting to see the the leadership dynamic between Governor Laura Kelly in Kansas and uh Jesus uh I almost, <laughs> I almost called uh I almost called our governor Mike Huckabee just because uh Governor Parsons just I don't know man Governor Parsons reminds me of like. <sighs> A gas station attendant in a smokey and a bandit movie. That's 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 who he reminds me of. Like um like he would be the or he would be the um, maybe the bar owner uh in a cannonball run movie. Like an aloof bar owner where you know the where he knows a brawl is getting ready to happen, but he doesn't really do anything about it. It's just interesting to see the, the dynamic and leadership. Uh, Governor Kelly, um, and I'm sorry to make this really local for you, for all of you, for all of my national and international listeners out there, uh, but uh, Governor Kelly um, basically said they're not going to reopen schools until after uh, Labor Day. And uh, apparently Governor Parson's uh, idea is that, hey, kids are just going to get covered and they'll get over it. I don't, look, I, I hadn't even planned to talk about this because I, I feel like I talk about this ad nauseum on my Facebook page. Um, but are we are we really doing the school thing? Are we really doing that? I mean, I know I talked about this a couple episodes ago, but um, here in my city, the uh, the superintendent had planned on doing a a mix of, um, in person and, you know, distance learning, but, uh, our health department director, shout out to Dr. Rex Archer, a really good guy. Uh, good man. Um, I I think convinced them that now is not the time to do that. Um, and now just isn't the time to do any of this stuff, but everything is so broken. It is so stinking broken right now. How we feed kids, how we shelter them, how we keep them safe, how we pay teachers, um, how we provide them or don't provide them what they need, um, how social workers don't have what they need to do their job, how home health officials, child care workers, like everything's a, everything's a house of cards. Uh, we just have to do better. Period. And I... No, and that's actually false. We don't have to do better. We just have to do. We keep waiting for the past to walk through that door, and it's not. Um, Schools were a safety net. They're not now. Um, And we have to embrace that new reality, and it sucks. It sucks because parents need to be able to work and they can't work and run a school at the same time. Um, but the bed's broken and I I don't want to, I don't want to go too far in it. All I, all I want to say is that, uh, again, this is a leadership challenge and I'm just imploring you, whatever level of leadership that you are, um, use your voice, make it count, do something, do something with it. Um, I guess this is a good, I guess a good way um, to transition. Um, this weekend we witnessed the passing of John Lewis, and um, that's that's where I'd plan to start if I had done this show on Sunday. Um, I don't know about you, um, but my heart still hurts. Um, I am happy for him that he is at peace. I'm happy for him that he has transitioned. And I feel blessed um, to, I, I never met, I never met Congressman Lewis. I stalked him once. Uh, my colleague and I, Christy, uh, Christy Applehans, um, in our, our meetings in D.C. In between each meeting, we, we would stalk his office and try to run into him. We, and the, the cruel irony, the cruel irony is that we were in a training in a hotel, in the hotel training um, uh, meeting room, big glass windows, and right across from us, in another, in that room, an adjacent room, was Congressman Lewis. And we were like trying, we were trying to signal to our district, "Hey, can we, can we kind of wrap this up? Can we kind of get out of here?" And uh, we missed, we missed uh, Congressman Lewis probably by two minutes. And so then, you know, on our Capitol Hill day, we just stopped his office several times and his staff was really cordial and nice and they probably thought we were a little nuts but that's how badly uh wanted to meet congressman lewis and he just meant you know so much uh to me um that whole notion of of getting in the good trouble um and where we find ourselves today um is um we need to get ourselves in good trouble it's necessary trouble it's it's not even just good. It, it's 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 required trouble. And I'm sad, I guess, because I'm like he was the consciousness not just of the Congress, but I I really think he was the consciousness of um of of everything that's right and just. I, I think more than anything, Congressman Lewis was a reminder that the dream is achievable. And he gave his entire life to it. Um, And, uh, you know, whenever I would see the footage of him and and the president, especially the the footage of them crossing the Emmon Pettus Bridge, and of course they need to name it after him now. Even though I must say, uh, as wonderful as, as naming the bridge after John Lewis would be great, the only way, the only way that we we the people can honor John Lewis's legacy is to vote in 2020 that's the only way you can do all the other stuff and i don't want to, i don't want to hear from the peanut gallery about oh you know and yeah and i get it protest listen protest is necessary for change 100% it is necessary and it's often the only thing that people of color can do to get an agenda item on you know, the public discourse agenda. But the only way we can honor Congressman Lewis is to vote, period. If you're not voting, you're dishonoring him. I'm not saying who, do, who you vote for, or any of that stuff. You wanna honor him, vote. And the only way Congress can honor his legacy is restoring the voting rights act which he spent his formative years organizing for think about the voting rights act which was gutted in uh, i believe in 2013 Um, the voting rights act i would say is the very thing that solidified this country as a democracy I tell people, America is, is old, but as a democracy, my parents are older than us as a democracy. We've been in democracy for 55 years, and 2013 was a threat to that democracy by gutting the, uh, the Voting Rights Act so you want to honor him Congress you got to restore the Voting Rights Act other than that you're dishonoring him you got it you gotta decide can, can we stop can Marco Rubio stop with the uh, posting up pictures as Elijah Cummings saying I'm gonna miss I'm gonna miss John Lewis can we stop with that I mean I get it I get it that we all look alike, but come on, come on, really, really, Marco, come on, little Marco, come on, um, so shout out to John Lewis, shout out to those of you who are out there who are making, um, good trouble, um, wow, do you realize that today is, oh my gosh, we are the, what is it, the 51st? 51st anniversary of the moon landing. Wow. July 20th. 51 years ago. You guys you, you guys understand we actually did land on the moon, right? Please don't tell me you're on the uh Man, I bet Kanye doesn't believe we landed on the moon. I'm pretty sure Kyrie doesn't believe Kyrie Irving um doesn't believe we landed on on the moon. Um or unless he believes the moon is flat, then he probably believes that we could land on a flat surface. Um but shout out to the moon landing. Uh, yesterday, July nineteenth, um would have been the fifty fifth birthday of Stuart Scott um of ESPN. Uh I wanted to give him a special shout out, even though it's not the nineteenth anymore. But Stuart Scott was the first person I ever saw on television who talked sports the way the people in my family talk about sports. Um, and he was, he was everything to me that was good about, uh, about sports uh, broadcasting. And um, I actually called and a cable provider to get ESPN2 because he and Scott Van Pelt, that's where they were putting them on ESPN2. Um, and I would have never wanted the deuce were it not for, uh, for Stuart Scott. Um, so shout out, happy birthday, Stu. Um, you're gone, uh, but not forgotten. Um, oh, and I'm sorry. I, I, I didn't, I did not mean to, uh, to forget to mention uh, the Reverend CT Vivian. Um, who also civil rights icon um, was a co-laborer in the, the movement with John Lewis, with Dr. King, uh, Joseph Lowry, and others. Um, interestingly enough, um, Reverend Vivian was was older than John. He was ninety. He passed at ninety. I believe he was ninety five. But someone had passed around a photograph. Um, as you know, uh, Congressman Lewis was arrested over well over forty times during the struggle. Uh, there were mugshot pictures of Reverend Vivian and, um, and, and then Reverend, uh, Lewis, um, who were arrested together on the very same day in 1961. And, uh, they, they went home together. Um, they transitioned, not went home, get your minds out of the gutter people. Um, they transitioned, um, to the next life together, um, Uh, July 18th, um, 2020. So, yeah, this is, um, this is 2020 for us. Uh, We've lost our moral compass. We, um, we have a president who could be, you know, at the heart of a, an assassination attempt. And, uh, oh, my apologies. I realized I was going to sign off and, and and not get to the thing because I'd mentioned Kanye. Um, it's almost not worth mentioning. All he said was that Harriet Tubman never freed any slaves. Um, so you could take that for what it's worth. Take um, Kanye and his... Um, Kanye's not well, by the way. Um, if we want to fund anything, we desperately need to fund mental health supportive services. Um, because even when you're famous and sometimes maybe especially when you're famous, um, and everything you do gets labeled as eccentric, we tend to forget that, that you can be hurting. Um, and Kanye clearly is not well. And so... Um, I was going to make some, some comments about Kanye and kind of, uh, really go at him for the things that the horrible things he had to say about, um, Ms. Tubman's legacy, but I'm just going to leave it there because it's not worth it. Um, and not to judge somebody who's clearly not well. Um, so yeah, I came in hot, I'm going out like a dud. I'm 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 a downer Debbie downer today um but tomorrow's a new day um keep your heads up people um keep doing good and like I said earlier find some good trouble find that necessary trouble and uh we're gonna do this again um thank you for thank you for your patience um Shout out to you, Susie and Charles. I know you were waiting for this <laughs> last night, uh, so thank you for uh, um, for being patient. Uh, and I'm going to see you all on Wednesday. And who knows who kn- who knows by then? Maybe a UFO will have landed between now and Wednesday, and uh, we'll be talking about that. Because let's face it, it's 2020, and the shit's just just getting weird. Okay, um, I'm going to peace out. Uh, Love you guys, and we'll catch you on the next episode of Uninvited.